Hello and good evening for this Wednesday, April 19th, 2023. We just finished watching the eighth episode of Survivor Season 44. Don't get cocky, kid. Titled. Uh, I'm Dave Mater, joined with Jamil Robinson here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting, streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitch. Or you might be listening to us on the audio version as we're here to cover another episode of Survivor. Uh, and we get our second juror tonight. Of course, full spoiler warnings for this episode. If you haven't seen it already, we're assuming you have. And um, and uh, Jamil, um, we got a blind side tonight. You know, that's exciting. Brandon gets voted out of this game. It becomes our he second got juror. Got. He got yeah. got, and and so did all of Ratu for that matter. Yeah, um, you know, and uh, lots to break down in this episode. I thought, you know, then there were nine, and we're left with three original Tika, Ratu, and Soka now. Uh, after this, after this episode, um, and yeah, it's kind of interesting to see how this is going to play out. Um, some other developments tonight. We saw uh, Carson got quite ill from the peanut butter jelly time. Oh Lord. <laughs> Do people not learn from this? It's it's great to get like these rewards, but you gotta like you gotta manage yourself. Sam's asking Ooh. which blind side was better, Cody or Brandon? Who's Cody? Which Cody? Cody from last season? Yeah, I don't know how many Cody. There's been a few Codys. Uh, um, oh, and yes, yeah, and we did lose Keith Nail. Uh, I believe at age of sixty-two, yes. passed away. Yesterday. I um I mentioned in we have a a group chat for Survivor. Uh, Keith stuck to the plan and had a great life. So, congratulations to Keith. Um, great race that you won. I feel for his family and his loved ones. Uh, Keith uh, seemed to be a pretty cool dude, and um, um yeah. I hope, I hope his drink to Stovacor is is glorious. Keith, I'm trying to remember all the seasons. He was on at least two seasons, right? He was, like, he was on Bloodwater, and um, wasn't he on a season of The Amazing Race too? Maybe, yeah. Like it's been a while since I had thought about him, yeah. but um, yeah, like yeah. Sad news that uh, Keith Nail passes away. Of course, any member of the Survivor alumni, it's always very sad, especially when you know we're relatively young. Um, and uh, <gasps> wait, that's not true. Stop it, Dave. I'll say he's not. A senior citizen. Well, he technically kind of was a senior okay. citizen, but no, was- I mean, like, really, you're gonna be like, uh, um, not gonna wish ill on anyone saying that they're gonna die, but if it was like, uh, just want to let everyone know, Purple Kelly passed away. Oh no, Purple Kelly. <laughs> the loss of any life is tragic, of course, but yes, every um, every life is sacred. Well, some more than others, but you know, it's how it goes. And uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I did enjoy him as a, as a character on the show. Yes. And uh, was said, iconic see. is the term I would use that uh, stick to the plan is a chef's kiss mm-hmm. um, will be forever etched in my memory and soul. So yeah, I love it. Yeah, uh, we had some interesting immunity challenge tonight um, as well um, with them having to pair off in this final 10. And then eventually, like you kind of, we've seen this before where you 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 have a partner, but then eventually you do battle at the end usually or something like that because there can be only one person to wear the immunity necklace. But except for the other times when they have two, like last <laughs> episode. So it's, um, uh, you know, interesting that they didn't have two immunity necklaces this week, but uh, compared to the last one, it would, it would become like kind of ridiculous if you have back to back weeks of multiple winners, right? So, I guess that, that's uh, what they were going with. This episode pretty much takes place all in one day, yeah, uh, more or less. And uh, what we'll bring in our uh, our, 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 our screen, uh, kind of remembering these moments from the episode. Here, I'll bring this in. Uh, bring this down and uh-huh, oh. oh check that out yeah that's all new that's new or no let's try uh this layout maybe <laughs> whatever which one it doesn't matter we got this one Ooh. oh wait, sorry wrong way we got that one that one doesn't work that's okay, but that's kind of what we were used to. Let's go back to this. I like this. Okay. All right. So Survivor 44, uh, they come back from the vote where Matt was voted out last episode. Uh, you know, and uh, th- a lot of this was like early was about how Franny was so sad for, well, a lot of it was Jam Jam just kind of saying he was li- he was just happy he didn't get voted out here. Um, Did you like how long was spent in the last time on Survivor reminiscing of what happened? 
not really. I thought it was like, like I, I remember I was here last week, you know, <laughs> um, but it was more about Franny's fallout from the, the, uh, the tribal where she couldn't speak at that tribal. So it's really kind of, it was kind of like we needed to get caught up, but they had to kind of explain to us, remember how Matt got voted out and Matt and Franny were uh, like uh, best friends in the game, kind of romantic. As far as I understand, I watched the exit interview with Matt Blankenship on Rob has a podcast. And uh, apparently they're a thing now they're fully dating and whatever. Um, I would figure after like the way she was talking in this episode, like yeah. uh, she, like she lost a puppy. Right. And the, mm-hmm. like she kind of did. Talk- <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I was so scared for the puppy and you know, I'm alone and everything like uh, him. Yeah. Him Matt feels like home. She was like, Matt, he just feels like home. You know, I was like, okay. Like, you know, I, I kind, if she I gets can... voted out soon, she they're going to have to do an, a pan, Ponderosa. Well, I think that like, I wonder how much they're thinking about the fact that Matt obviously is a huge champion for her. You saw how much he was cheering for her tonight at the tribal when she was saved. And, uh, you know, they got to think like Matt's going to be advocating for Franny to win to everybody who enters that jury. But would you even take his advice seriously for Franny? I wouldn't if I was coming in being like, dude, you you want to hook up with this this girl. I'm not I'm not taking your advice in terms of. You're not being objective, dude. Maybe, no, but I, 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 maybe initially, sure. But like, you got to remember, they spent a like quite. This is day fifteen today, so by the time they're going to vote somebody for the winner, that's in eleven days. That's eleven days where he could campaign. There's, that's eleven days of meals at Ponderosa. Like, you know, there's a long Dave, time. Dave, if you had eleven days with Matt, they would probably have to separate you with security because you'd be <laughs> pissed off about him talking about Franny all the time. Maybe you know, <laughs> like. like I, this French fry reminds me of Franny. It's so crispy, brown. <laughs> like, Matt, seriously, I'm going to stab you with that French fry. <laughs> okay, stop it. It's not even sharp, and I'm going to find a way to kill you with this French fry. Find a way. Um, yeah, like, I think maybe, like, I think that some people, I think that it might work on some jurors more than others. I think some people might be more receptive. If you already like Franny, you know, you might be willing to buy that. If you're, you know, it depends. It's going to also depend on who. Their, their options are going to be to vote for a winner as they get down to like the finals, you know? And so I'm just saying if they have a very vocal individual in the jury with Matt talking all that jazz, mm-hmm. um, like if, if jam jam eventually ends up in jury, he's going to be telling Matt to shut up. <laughs> right. Franny looks like Sarah. Like, looks like, looks like um, Matt, Sam when Sarah was voted out, you know? yes we know you love sarah remember sarah (laughs) you remember her yeah oh my gosh Uh, Um, dave do you remember who the first person voted out this season was uh do i remember no i don't i'd have to look go back and look uh the first voted out well there was medically removed day one bruce he smashed his head off the post does he count um (laughs) does he count uh, the the Why, first voted do we out. Get a, do we get a, a comment? Maddie was actually the first voted out. Maddie. Um, I wish we got like a quote from, um, what's his name, Bruce, saying, um, I smashed my head of destiny. and um, I smashed my head and I changed the course of history. <laughs> that would be, that would be good. Great. Yeah. Um, we saw here that like. I'll buy a cameo and have him say it just so I have it like just tucked away. I thought it was interesting here that like after the whole Matt being voted out and Franny like really crying, it was Jam Jam who became her great comforter here. And he was the one that she wanted he, she wanted him to go, you know, better, better Jam Jam than than Matt uh, in her mind. And he was like, I'm here for you, you know, so I thought it was a classy move on Jam Jam. I, um, I don't think it's a classy move. I think it was a brilliant move because it's a strategy. Why wouldn't it be? I I hope it is because at the end of the day, you want you can take someone's um you can take someone as real. There's a lot of trust that can be built from this, right? If if someone is very open in terms of their emotions and how they feel, even if it's against you, right? You know that when it's t- time for that person to to show that same loyalty that they've shown in the past or, you know, is able to express themselves um, in a way where you're like, this is the same type the dude before that was open and honest about how he was feeling. 
and saying those nice things to you, that builds trust, right? If you're friendly, you can trust Jam Jam at his word that he understood it was between him and Matt. He shows no ill feelings towards um, Franny. And at the same time, Jam Jam knows that Franny has no ill will towards Jam Jam. The reason why uh, she feels this way isn't because she wanted Jam Jam out. She wanted Matt safe. So you can, like, you can take them at their word. Now, the other thing here, too, after this episode was uh, we saw that the Ratu were feeling strong because they had four people compared to Tika's three and Soka's three now. But Ratu very kind of, um, Franny was crying. It's because Matt's gone. Yeah, we know. Um, yeah, like that Tika was kind of just forgotten about. They, they, these three, in particular Carolyn, is completely underestimated by the uh, the non-tika people i think jam jam knows who she is and i think carson has some understanding but i don't think the rest of this tribe has any clue how dangerous of a player carolyn is true i agree i agree Um, you know and so there's there's some debates here now there's this whole thing here where heidi goes to jam jam in the episode during that the night of the mat vote and she was like well i got this power and i I could tell that they were probably going to vote matt and i knew that lauren if i stole her vote or made her vote she still has an extra vote and then it couldn't change so you know and jam jam is like okay okay but did heidi did heidi not have the option to not use the power at all she did. It was only good. Like, they never said it had to be used. It said that it could only be used. Only be used. Not that it had yeah. to be used. Yeah. And so, ultimately, I think Heidi did it for Franny to try. And, you know, and maybe to try to keep for Matt a little bit. You know, because he's original Soka. And I think she would rather have kept another Soka number around. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think Heidi says to Jam Jam... Well, I knew it looked like it was going to be Matt, so I I, I tried it, but it, I knew it wouldn't matter. I knew it was probably going to be futile. Then why do it at all? Like, all it did was kind of alienate um, Jam Jam because you were like, Lauren, you have to vote for Jam Jam. And, you know, and, and I think that uh, Jam Jam in this vote tonight doesn't – he votes uh, against Franny. He doesn't – he's not part of this blindside on Brandon. Only, mm. The only member of Tika that was was, was Carolyn. Um, you know, and, uh, so she, she broke Carolyn, Car- Carson. Carson voted for, um, Carson sorry, voted. that was, that was how it was broken, um, broken down. Shoot. I gotta be careful. Sorry. Oh, no, Carson voted for Franny tonight. No, the, the way that they were breaking down the specific, um, votes was, I believe, uh, they detailed who was going to vote for who and, uh, it was planned that uh, that uh, Carolyn was going to vote for for Brandon. Okay, so and she did. Um, yes. So they because they knew that this idol was going to be played by Danny. Is that ultimately what happened here? Yeah. Okay, so this so, so the maybe, only thing they were worried about was was um, Jam Jam, as we later learn. Right, but okay, it, like I think Jam Jam and Carson now have plausible deniability with Ratu. You know, because they're like, hey, we voted with you. We tried to vote up Freddy and it didn't work. You know, so they have plausible de- deniability. Carolyn was ultimately part of this and she got to uh, vote out Brandon, who she didn't like anyway. So yeah. she kind of got what she wanted. And she, <laughs> it, 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 I don't know if you saw the preview for next week. I, I'll show it uh, as we get towards the end of this podcast. But, you know, she was just like, she's had enough of Danny too. She's ready to get both these guys out. And she got the first one out in this vote. So good on her here. Um, yeah, but I thought Heidi's, I, I thought Heidi's, uh, what she sold here to Jam Jam, I don't, I, if I was him, I wouldn't have bought it. I don't think he really did. It was, it was, I think it was a terrible explanation. It would have been better, like, if she just came clean and said, hey, you know what? It didn't work. I'm glad that you're here, though, because it was a tough decision. I had to use it. Right. right. Something along, something along the lines, don't patronize people and say, like, well, this convoluted story about, you know, I had to like overthink the situation. Like, no, like you try to play it. It didn't work out. And now you've kind of rubbed somebody the wrong way, potentially. And yeah. uh, you still there's only 10 people here. Right. Only nine other than you. And he's one of them. You live on this beach with every day or just this day. Um, I guess they'll be tomorrow, too. But anyway, yeah, I thought it was weak. I think we, we we kind of agree on that. And then 
what else do we get here? A lot of confessionals from Jam Jam. We see here that like the Tika Tika knows they're in the middle and they're liking that, and that was kind of well set up. We kind of speculated that this Soka Ratu rivalry was going to continue, and it is exactly been that. Even though, in the case of Carson and Jamie, they both were they were flipped onto each of those tribes, and they kind of have gray area sort of allegiances. Uh, it is fluid here, you know, but. Uh, Trying to remember what Carolyn was saying. Kane was talking. Okay. Let's get to the next morning where Carolyn was making some kind of like fish crab broth. Yeah. Crab broth or something. You know, look looked like it was keeping them going, you know, like these little red uh, crabs or whatever she had found. Um, and then we see Brandon or sorry, Carson uh throwing up. Apparently, this so I felt like this was like a staged vomit. Like they're like <laughs> producers, like, we heard you puked all night. Can you show us what that was like? And he just crawls over. I'm like, door. is he looking for an idol? What the hell is he doing? <laughs> I don't know if he's really throwing up there. Like, is he? Like, maybe. Um, but you know, he said he threw up eight times, but uh, you know, he said he was sleeping, and all of a sudden he had to just go puke, and, and that was that. So You're not while, look, if you need to if you are sleeping and you need to puke, you don't crawl like that. You're like you're turning over and you're puking. And right. like, that's or you're choking. Works. Yeah. Like, you know. Yes, exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah, he says the peanut butter jelly time didn't do him so well the day before. Um, it was also given Danny farts later on in the challenge. Um, you will we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. But uh Carson's confessionals i thought were very like you know he was very like vulnerable he was just yeah. you know very like uh, i i knew there were gonna be rough nights out here but this was one of the worst nights of my life and you know you always you always these stories always um make us remind us i guess that like it's tough out there especially if you're sick you know and um just imagine if you get the runs one after one of these meals and then you have an immunity performance that you have to do the the next day literal next day yeah right and these are tough challenges you know yeah. and they don't they don't have the luxury of like fueling up on you know certain kinds of foods they do at rewards but like those are few and far between there was no, no reward in this episode at all they didn't get anything in this yeah. um he didn't give them a, a donut he did nothing no cookies no pizza under the in, under the stars yeah meal like none of that here so they get the tree mail and they find out that they have to pair off and there was kind of like some some discussion about well who's going to be brand who's going to be carson's partner because he's so sick and whatever ultimately it's carolyn who becomes his partner good position. i think this you know this was uh i i thought a good move uh on on her part uh because like she wasn't gonna win this thing anyway like she didn't they didn't know what the challenge was but her pairing up with Carson, I, I think only like and, and and how she struggled through that first part of the challenge, getting through that twisty thing, um, I think only like lowers her threat level. And like we were just saying earlier, she's a very strong player, like in her own yeah. way. Um, so yeah, so they know they have to pair off. So I thought this was a, a like I, I like the way that Carolyn uh, is playing this post merge so far because it's she's not playing kind of how she did when she was just on Tika and she was a lot more aggressive there. I thought um, even orchestrating that blind side, she's just more right now kind of coasting and letting these other big personalities kind of go at each other, which I think is a good thing. Um, uh, so there was some testimonials here. We thought we had Danny and Lauren reminding us that they both don't like each other. They both would like to vote each other out, but they're going to team <laughs> up in this challenge anyway. Yeah. So that was, that was some interesting things. And then they head off to, um, to the thing. Head. So the challenge itself, uh, they you know, there's a little bit. Jeff was twisting here, but yet you, you had to like twist through. I always, I always think of this as like the, um, like like you're going through a colon here or something, you know, like or it's like you, yourself. No, but the way it twists, it's like an intestine to me, you know. Um, the way they exit the thing, or, or, like, gives me you're either a turd or you're a baby. I think it's a turd. I think you're coming through the mud here. It's like it's. Um, it's, 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 it gets them really muddy. Oh, that was the one I wish I had, to, I, I was going to pull it, but I forgot, but there was like a part, a whole part where like Carolyn's covered in mud near the end of the challenge. And she's just like having to watch the, the final stage. And she's just like, mm, itchy, you know, <laughs> like she just has some of these moments here. Uh, but yeah, like, so we saw how this went on. So all the, I just want to uh, remind myself of what, who these teams were. If we can, they're all standing there together. Where are they? Sorry. 
Uh, so we had Brandon and Carson, Franny and Jam Jam. I already mentioned Carolyn and Carson. Danny and Lauren were a team. Yeah. Heidi and um, and Jamie Lynn. I was like, oh, the twinsies are uh, going to team up here. They don't look exactly alike, but they're, they're, sure. they're they but they have some similarities. Um, and am I missing anybody? I think those were the that uh, was two, four, six, eight. I think you got all the groups. Right. Danny okay. and Danny and Danny and Lauren. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, so anyway, so this goes on and the, the, the whole, the whole story of this first part here was for me, Jamil was Carolyn because she was just going through it. And, and uh, we saw it in the preview from last week. And I, I, I just had to pull that out here. You know, ah! you got a twist. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So, um, proposal dave yeah anytime we do a show that has a twist um a twist storyline yeah. uh, like or a twist ending you yeah. gotta play that gotta anytime there's that a show. twist in the, a reality show it's gotta yeah. be you got a twist you got a twist it's the gift that whatever there's like doing. uh especially in, i don't even care if it's a big brother twist we're gonna do it anytime um, twist yeah, and it was just like, Carolyn struggling through this whole thing. And there's even a part where Carson's like, I think you're meant to like grab the rope and like twist while you're doing it. She's like, What? You know? Uh, just... <laughs> I've been watching too much Carolyn on social media. I just immediately like thought of her. Yeah. No, like, she's great. Uh, to say this. Great TV character. She's so fun. Like, like you know. Um, I don't. Even, I don't care if people do well at challenges or not. Like I, I want them to be entertaining at challenges. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'd say like the story of this challenge was was mostly like Kane and Brandon really dominated at most stages of this, um, and obviously so did um, Lauren and Danny as a team. Although you know they had to, they, they, I don't know, they had to go in and dig and then get the flags and everything. But this first, I thought this first leg of the challenge was really long. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Car- Carson and, and Carolyn nearly almost caught up to Heidi and Jamie Lynn, who were the next last in this particular leg. Um, so they get through. Okay. And then they get to this next stage where they have to, so they had to dig into the sand mm-hmm. and then they have to make planks and get through the rope bridge where you have to get th- all both your team members and only the least two teams. Part for, if, in my opinion, the least interesting part for me. Yeah, it's not. It, I don't even think it makes great TV. You know, not this short of a course. Uh, so they, it was just like, I don't know. Like this, this doesn't seem that fun, um, or whatever. But they did it, and so they got through. Um, and we only mentioned the four finalists. Uh, so Jam Jam and Franny got eliminated, as did Heidi and and Jamie. So then we get our final stage here. Uh, oh yeah, you could be on Survivor. It could be you. It could be you anyone yeah okay so the final stage was this whole thing where they had to like you know put their feet up on the perches and you got to balance there and like every so it increments of time go by and you have to like move your feet down uh where it gets more and, and, and jeff's like this is about pain just pure pain you can't you know like i'm like way to psych them out jeff uh coming out here um not surprisingly, Kane and Brandon did the worst. Like they were the first two out of here. I think this is always harder. The bigger your feet are, the bigger, the more weight you have. Um, and it's not that surprising that Lauren wins this, uh, although Danny nearly did. Um, however, you have to get to this stage. You know, you have yeah. to power through that those first two uh, stages in order to be here at all. So you know, I think like Jamie and Heidi could have done quite well at this. You know, uh, maybe not. Maybe. Maybe Franny, I probably not Jam Jam. So, um, but who knows? No, you know? definitely not Jam Yeah. So maybe made people laugh to to avoid it, right? Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. We just watch these people on perches for a while, you know. It kind of goes on and on. Um, that's a good try. Okay, and try to get. So King goes up first. Yep. Oh, hold on. I got to restart this now. Sorry. I got to... He kind of... Folks, what you don't know while well, Dave is uh, uh, setting things up is typically how this the magic works with this is I literally come from right after work. 
watch it sometimes on the road watching it and then immediately start podcasting sometimes i get tired and you can kind of see my energy kind of drifting a little bit so that's why we have our official um um sponsor who isn't sponsoring us yet technically is soju um so um um soju is the official, yeah is the official drink of me um being um, ready and prepared for the rest of this episode I have to look at the nutritional content to sign Ooh. off on that. Uh, there is none. It's made in Japan. Oh. Um, ingredients include water, rice, <laughs> and rice koji. It's alcoholic? Yep. Oh, so it's like sake. Um, yes. It's it is. It's 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 like rice yeah. based. So I know that you um, you had to kind of power through the challenge part of the episode pretty quickly, Jamil. Uh, did you see? The, just I want to play this clip for you and uh, get your reaction. It's about twenty-two seconds. Go ahead. Come Don't on. lose your focus. Channel whatever you need to. Jeff. Danny. Oh. <laughs> that was nice. Well timed. <laughs> So glad I'm not up there. <laughs> Reactions. Okay. Um, look, I am not one who will uh, who doesn't believe. I I certainly don't believe I'm above a good fart joke. That just uh, it just seemed kind of lame from Danny. Danny just seems like a kid, really, yeah. and not like. Like a uh, a puppy a like Matt. This is just, I, I think you could have been a little bit more funny with that. No. Right. Uh, it wasn't that funny. Uh, I think it was just a peanut butter jelly sandwich from yesterday's reward coming through uh, while he's here. Okay. But I will say that what I really did like about this challenge was the fact that Lauren won it. Even though she has not been necessarily my favorite character this season. Uh, just Or barely a character in general. Right, but she's they're they're starting to make her more present uh, as we get down to the you know the the, the final numbers here. Well, um, even Heidi too. Like, folks, like do stuff so we can watch in the show, so right. we know who you are. Yeah. Well, Lauren, Lauren was just so like happy. I got the clip here. You know. And... My kids are gonna be so proud. <laughs> my kids at school and my own kids. Like, uh, it's freaking awesome. <laughs> Lauren, come on. Okay, well, it's about it's over. It's almost a minute. So, um, but yeah. uh, okay, a couple things there. Like, she she was very excited. I think Jeff was very excited for her. Danny's reaction, you know, he's just, she just like, walks oh, off. Don't talk to me, jab jab. I don't want any of this. I don't need any of your consoling. I lost <laughs> to Lauren. You know, he just he's very upset about it. Uh, I wonder. I wonder how much of that was a motivator for him, in terms of um, him needing to play that idol in this tribal. Because I felt like he needed to make a splash or something. Um, but yeah, so she got here. Um, good, good honor. Like she needed a moment. I think of this season. I thought, I'm glad she got it. Uh, you know, Jeff even got the muddy hug, and he was all for it. He's got he's got more shirts and hats back uh, wherever he goes uh, when he's not here. <laughs> so Ponderosa, I guess. You know. Okay, so they they head back, and so there's kind of the discussions here about like, well, what now, like. Uh, Ratu is is kind of trying to control things here. Can you know they? Um, what do they need to do? And so it initially starts here with Ratu uh, and Carson. If he's Ratu, I guess. Um, you know, kind of talking about like, well, let's get out Franny. Franny becomes the target very quickly, um, and uh, that seems to be the consensus. You know, and Jam Jam's like goes to Brandon. You're not going after me, right? I've been like he's been kind of on the edge. For a lot of tribal councils, Jam Jam reminds us in his confessional. He's like, I've been to all but like two tribal councils, you know, and I've survived all of them. I'm like, yeah, you, you know, you got some cred there, Jam Jam. But I think you're always kind of like somebody who's they see as being comfortable being on the hot seat, you know. Um, and it's, I think, Brandon talking. Uh, 
It ultimately a conversation with Franny, and then there's Carson and Jam Jam having a conversation, kind of detailing, you know, where they stand. And then Heidi comes out of nowhere and starts talking to them. Well, that was yeah. after that's after Danny comes up to Heidi and says, I have an idol. And we can, you know, because I think Heidi gets word from Brandon that mm-hmm. it the target is on Franny. And so so but but and so Franny decides or so Heidi decides to try to get Carson uh and Jam Jam on board, I think, you know, initially. Or maybe it's Carson first and then Jam Jam uh at the watering hole is what happens here. But they're kind of, they do make the point here, like, yeah, Ratu's got four, but Tika has three and Soka has three, and that's six. Six weeks four. Makes sense. Very true. Know? Very true. Right? But does Tika want to work with Soka over Ratu? You know? I'm not... Like, maybe. Like, ultimately, I think they kind, they kind of split their votes here, ultimately, but they kind yeah. of were working in concert. Um, Danny then, like, tells Franny, I'm going to do it. There's a lot... I don't know. Like, this is the part of the episode that I'm always less interested in. Uh, when it like, just becomes like a scramble and it's, it's it's them manipulating what happens to kind of put you on edge and what might or what might not happen, right? When yeah, like, you I can think... probably get the same type of information and be more interested in like if they did edit stuff and just kind of presented a scene and conversation as is. Sam pointing out, did you hear? Yeah, we did talk about this last episode yeah, that you know, the this. next season is going to be 90 minute episodes. It better not be more like, I, like I already said this. I don't want another half an hour of them like, who's the vote going to be? Who's going to be? And then like Jeff trying to ask these questions, <laughs> you know, that kind Guys, of. Guys, let us know how you feel like this game of Survivor is like a runaway car. Yeah, is it is it strange to you, Franny, how some people might be your ally one day and your enemy the next? Isn't that weird? You know? Like, I get, it. I, 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 I always come back to Johnny Fairplay in those moments and how Johnny would never give anything to Jeff at Tribal, and uh, and how Jeff hated him for it, you know, because he was like, "I'm making a TV show here, Johnny Fairplay," and Johnny Fairplay was He's like, "Why don't his type of TV show?" Yes, well, Johnny Jeff- Fairplay doesn't want to watch that show. Johnny Fairplay does not want to watch that show, nor did he have any interest in being on it either. Um, yeah, so we get the tribal here. Um, and I was kind of at this point hoping that it w- it would be Brandon. He's not been my favorite character this season. I think that, you know, it's kind of crazy to me that they haven't voted him out yet. And so um, I was kind of like hoping that this would be. But they kind of say like it ultimately was going to be jam jam and we see that he's got a lot of conflict because he does want to sort of leave options open with both tribe the other two tribes soka and ratu he doesn't necessarily want to plant his flag on one side or the other um i don't know i'm interested to see in the next episode if they're able to navigate that like if if tika can kind of have this plausible deniability of like well we didn't know and we did vote with you and you know um and because they didn't read the last vote they don't really know they know at least three people voted for brandon but they don't afforded um for sure so like this ratu was completely blindsided yeah we also had matt there was our our juror and he was completely like giving goo goo eyes to um to franny the whole time oh they're they're, there there they are so anyway i just there's only one sequence of event that is important to them too, and that's at the end of the season. Until then, I don't need to see him as a big picture on my screen. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't do anything for me. Right. Right. Um, I do like this cast, with the like with some exceptions. I find a couple like Brandon was one of the more boring characters, and I'm kind of glad to lose him just for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know, Danny. Not rootable, but kind of a, a villainous kind of a character. So I'm kind of more akin to keep him around. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess, like, I think Heidi and uh, and Jamie have been less interesting to me. I think Heidi's really stepped it up in the last couple episodes. I think I find Jamie's still kind of dull. Um, but, you know, that's, that's okay. That's okay. Like, you know, they're not all going to be winners. But mostly, I, I think this season's been a lot of fun to watch. Kane, too. He's I, good. I think some of the problems that we have stems from the format of the show and some items like some people, some relationships, some conversations and um, um, 
switches and blindsides happen and there's not enough time for a lot of these people can to digest it right so um maybe like a person like Heidi and um and Lauren don't have enough time to like process this stuff and then they do nothing and then it's a whole eight weeks of nothing practically right that's going on and you know they're lesser characters on this show because of it right Right. i i I feel like the format of the show is not allowing them to showcase the individual people sure they have the back uh, the backgrounds and stuff but like a good portion of people don't read it or you know oh when it's happening i just move on to other stuff and then come back regardless um you're right this cast is good. And it came up to a debate. I kind of mentioned it last week where someone said that um, Survivor is doing a terrible job with casting. They need to, to improve. When you can get a someone like Caroline on your reality show, you've done a good job in terms of casting. Yeah, right? I agree. If, and, they're, they're, and I think Jam Jam is another really interesting kind of non-typical. Exactly. Yeah. Someone complained that Jam Jam is not an interesting character, and I'm like, he absolutely is. Hundred percent. Right. Even like but, I find I uh, like even like people who like Carson, who I kind of like and dislike because he's so he's like trained his whole life to be on Survivor. He's not a bad guy. He is smart. He, he, but um, if Jeff was here, I would make I would make, Jeff Mater. That is, uh, I would talk about how I curling and Jamil, I know you don't know necessarily a lot about the sport, but um, I think that the analogy kind of holds true to me here where like, I used to really like to watch it on TV because it used to be way more amateur. It used to be way more localized. It used to be more like anybody could be like, go to the briar and win the Canadian championship because most of them all had day jobs and whatever. And now it's like, it's like a professional sport, like most sports. And I feel like survivor sometimes is had a lot of these like people who are just like, pro tv characters and carolyn and jam jam are not that at all you know and i think that's what i'd rather watch i'd rather watch the the every like more common types you know people who are not necessarily like instagram stars they can be like you know you're saying carolyn's got her own social media following or whatever but but there's a big difference between carolyn um versus some pre-packaged you know I have a brand that I'm trying to sell to you or to promote in whatever I do, whether it be a commercial or reality show. I have a brand to protect. Whereas Carolyn just seems like she's living her life. Yeah. Her wacky, crazy, like uh, modern day, uh, uh, was it a uh, pixie dream girl life where you know, she's expressive and, you know, she'll, if she marries someone, she ends up marrying this, um, this stock trader, like Darman Greg or something like she, she seems so expressive and alive in comparison to some of these other people where it's just like, they're on the show, but you know, yeah, are they, I think the- are they person like, like, are they genuine? Are you, I think it's are, are you a different person? Or are you this prepackaged machine who is questioning every single move you make and thing that you do? So it just comes as plan and there's uncanny valley in terms of your attitude. Carolyn feels real. Everyone else seems kind of like a survivor player, but like it isn't really. The right. algorithm has got them. Uh, just as we're at the end of the episode here, I just want to like talk about, so they, they read like seven Franny votes in a row and Ratu <laughs> after having seen this immunity idol. And and I, I think that maybe I, I'm curious to know, I guess Ratu had no idea that Danny was going to play this idol. They had no, they, no one had tipped them off. They were completely not prepared for it, or they didn't believe Danny would use the idol, uh, you know, and on somebody else. Uh, but he does. And, um, and which is good. This. Uh, so this moment here where they realize it's that it's going that um, it, it's now like, who's it going to be if you're a Ratu and it's Brandon? Oh my gosh, you know, they were just womp womp. Danny was so cocky about it. What happened to like the bro alliance? This was Team Daryl, Danny, and Brandon, but it didn't happen here. 
Um, yeah, this dude is not lasting long because this game at all. No. No. But ultimately, it is Brandon who goes here. Let's hear, let's see uh, Brandon's exit interview and just hear what he had to say. Clearly, Danny had the idol. It was a great move. I can't knock him for it. And I'm not leaving here with any regrets. I left no stone unturned. I did everything that I felt that I could to make myself proceed farther in this game. And I played as hard as I could and, and tried to, you know, swing as many relationships as I could. But in the end, you know, that's Survivor. Sometimes you get caught. They were going for the big fish, and, and tonight they got him. <laughs> I guess I don't need the the MGM uh, lion on there, but you know. So, but uh, Brandon was like, "Yeah, I got got," you know. So, uh, all right. Uh, see, see you later, Brandon. See, you know, have fun with Danny and Jury. Um, let's let's just update our uh, our draft for the season, Jamil, mm. and have a quick look here. Um, maybe I need a little bigger here. Let's go one fifty. Uh, so where was Brandon? Brandon was drafted 15th overall uh, by by Daryl. He was a pretty late pick. Um, and I think see. people felt, I, I think people felt the way, uh, like we saw, he wasn't any type of player. He wasn't like, he wasn't built for the team game, the the individual game, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with that. He was more he like he he was not as well adapted. He was still kind of trying to play. I think a little bit of that um, early game. He knew, I don't think he was really stepping it up. He didn't really understand. He now had three tribes and three kind of groups of interest to kind of work out. He's just like we have four, so we have more. Yeah, but like but they have more combined, you know. And if they don't want to work with you, they're not here. Uh, as I mentioned, we have three original now after this vote. We have three original Tika, of course, Carolyn, Carson, Jam Jam. Then you got, um, oh, I got to take off Josh off, cross Josh, Josh out here. So then we have, uh, you know, Danny, Franny, and Heidi from Soka. Yep. And on Rat 2, we have Jamie, Lauren, and Kane. So interesting. Um, Daryl's just done to Danny now. Uh, Jeff's got Jamie Lynn left. You've got Lauren left. <laughs> if she wins this game. Everyone's gonna laugh. I'm gonna yeah. laugh. I will laugh too, especially if you win this draft because Carolyn, or sorry, because Lauren wins this game. Uh, Foster is still looking good with Car- Kane and Carolyn. I think that's still looking pretty good. I have Carson left in the game, and Jane has, has Franny and Heidi. You know, she nearly lost her Franny tonight, but uh, came out here. So that's just a quick little draft update. Uh, let's just look ahead, next, Jamil, to next week's episode. As soon as the move was made, I wasn't heartbroken. I wasn't betrayed. I was woken up. Next time on Survivor. He's always looking. The shy part of the game is over. The three students are running this game. It's crazy. I want to vote out Danny. I'm sick of him. Face to personal. You run my name down, you're dead. So uh, a few things to unpack there. We see Danny is pissing off Carolyn and maybe the rest of the tribe. He's been acting pretty cocky after this Brandon vote. We see that, I don't know who Jam Jam is threatening death to uh because he didn't get his name voted wrote down at the last tribal so he must be re- referencing two tribals ago yeah. um what else was going on in there uh kane says i'm woke i'm not shaken i'm not hurt i'm not betrayed i'm woken up i'm ready to play now you know he's lost he lost brandon here he wasn't expecting it he, he you know uh those those surviving rat two members are going to you know they were on the first time for them they were really on the other side of a vote you know they were on the wrong side. Of I guess Kane was early when he when he remember when he voted for Brandon in like the first tribal. Uh, but yeah, it's I'm, I'm not talking that much, so I'm gonna step in. <laughs> um, uh, excuse my bouts of uh, uh was it narcolepsy <laughs> that's happening in this. <laughs> I'm hearing what you're saying, Dave. I'm hearing what you're saying. Um. I'm, I'm. I think with when it comes to Kane, we all see the the player that Kane is, and I think that he uh, he can really do some damage. He looks like he's smart, athletic enough. Um, he needs to start playing an individual game because yes. I I didn't think the strategy that was happening before was not going to be something that was going to last for the long run. Um, Brandon would eventually like once it came down to the just their group or a smaller version of that group. Um, I'm pretty sure Danny was gonna 
hook up with Brandon if they were still there and Kane would be on the outs because you can see the pecking order has already been decided. Um, yeah, well, I think it's oh, the other thing we saw was, yeah, that Tika's like the three stooges, which is the Tika three, are running the game. But, but back to Kane, um, Kane was we thought that it was going to be uh, last week. This episode was called Don't Keep Get Cocky Kid, and we thought that that was going to be someone saying that to Carson. It ends up it's actually uh, Kane who says it to himself in this episode. He was saying, when I, my motto coming out here was don't be cocky, kid. Um, and uh, and so we're seeing a little bit of continuation of that in this preview for next week. Where And I'm also kind of excited for Kane to play this game without Brandon. Because I think Brandon was a very imposing personality at the Ratu tribe. And I think Lauren was kind of his like second in command or backed him up a lot of times on what to do and i think that kane um was often just kind of going along with it i think jamie's kind of just like go along with the flow kind of thing and um and so uh, you know brand or kane as our, our our fellow canadian in this game who doesn't know the words still canada but whatever um you know like uh he maybe he can do something here in these late stages maybe maybe he can get his uh canuck card back you know, I'm actually hoping Danny get, gets voted out next week. Yeah, I, uh, I can't stand Danny. I, I'm, Danny I'm so is flip flopping. Yeah, he's not winning the game. There's no way he's gonna win. No one's gonna give this guy the money at the end. The guy farted. And he's beatable. Head. And he's beatable. He is. He's he isn't. Sure. Yeah. We said he, we see. Oh yeah, in the preview, he's looking for, because now that he played his idol, he's just gonna be searching everywhere to get a new idol. Yeah. But you know, I think people see how hard Danny's playing. How kind of competitive and cocky he is and like even the way he was not happy for lauren to win that challenge tonight i think a lot of people are going to be like danny sucks i think there's i think they've kind of some of them have known that for a while um and uh are are, are ready to move on but if you're soka if you're franny and you're heidi don't you need danny especially after he just saved franny with that immunity idol like you know is is, is franny gonna turn on danny like that would be that would be pretty cold uh, um, I think she has ice in her veins, so yeah, do it, do it, do it. Let's see some betrayals. Let's see some some hurt feelings. Let's let's see it. Um, anything else you want to say about that preview? Um, no, I'm looking forward to it. I unfortunately will not be joining you next week. Oh no, no, I will not because I will be on hold up. Are oh, you doing hold up next week? Okay, well, yes, it's my week. I hopefully we can get Jeff Mater uh, to come in and uh, and, 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 and uh, <laughs> fingers crossed. Like, dude, one night, one night. Can we get Jeff Mater on the Super Mater Brothers podcast? It's a tough, tough request. It's a tough ass, tough ass, tough ass. You know, it will depend if the Leafs are playing. I think uh, largely next week they were not playing tonight though, so I can't. They were they weren't playing yesterday. <laughs> yeah, boom. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we'll be back next week to talk about episode. I guess it will be nine. Yep. Uh, next week, do we have a name? Do we have a name for the episode already? Uh, we do actually. It is called. Um, I, I, it's called "Under the Wing of a Dragon." Oh yes. Under oh, the yes. Dragon. What? What is that? Ref- like, who's the dragon? Kate is Kane or Carson are saying it. Come on, we know. <laughs> and who? Who do you think the dragon is? Is it Danny? Um, the game, the game. Yes, okay. he found uh, the idol, and thus he is under the the wing of the dragon. Uh, well, there you go. Okay. Well, uh, we'll be back for we'll be I'll be back for the next one, uh, and then that's a good segue. So we have our other podcasts here on the channel. You should check out right now. We're, we're uh, twice a week. We're covering Big Brother Canada Eleven. We didn't do tonight's. Uh, we don't do the veto episodes because we do Survivor, but uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays you can catch up with us as we uh, go through this season of Big Brother Canada. It's been uh, very interesting. I think we're in week seven now. It's been kind of going roughly the same time as Survivor has. So yeah. check check those uh, podcasts out. Plus we do Marvel podcasts here. Like we like to talk about stuff uh, in the MCU. So Sometimes, whether that's Ant-Man and the Wasp, most recently, Quantumania, or uh, we'll be doing Guardians of the Galaxy uh, sometime uh, early May. And um, uh, I think probably maybe after you get back from Chicago, Jamil. And uh, and we have we're part of a federation of podcasts, a United Federation of Podcasts. Uh, as as uh, Jamil already mentioned, Hold Up is one of those, uh, a movie podcast every second Wednesday with uh, Davin and Murphy. And uh, Jamil, what's uh, what topic are you guys doing next? Uh, Heist. 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 Heist movies. So um, f- 
from 1965, I believe, The Pink Panther, uh, 1998's Out of Sight, and 2015's Victoria. Okay, well, very cool. Um, so check that out next week, or or don't, and check out the Survivor podcast instead, or watch both. You can always watch. You don't have to watch them live. You can always watch them after the fact. Uh, there's we had a great a great um, a roster of podcasters doing all kinds of great podcasts and different topics. There's something out there for you. I'm sure of it. Like there's on Tuesdays we have X rated X Men the animated series review show with Andre and Davin talking about that very show. Um, they just did a great interview with Len Yuli, a writer uh, from that from that series. Uh, I still need to check that podcast out. But yeah. uh, you, you you should head over to their channel and see all their great content and all the episodes they reviewed uh andre from that podcast also has his own podcast called the graphic history graphic podcast history. where he interviews like filmmakers and comic book writers and artists and all very interesting characters um through all kinds of different uh, media uh so check out his podcast as well uh there's the hellbound podcast on wednesdays with alex blackburn and michael chan audio only where they talk about horror movies and uh, they do some skits and horror anything everything under the sun horror related alex blackburn runs the um the horror festival, the Hellbound Horror Festival out there in England. And Michael Chan is on YTV, if you didn't know. He's on a, a show called Popularity Papers every Monday night uh, on YTV, 6 p.m. Eastern. Um, and uh, Trivial Debate, it's a monthly show. We are with movies, TV, sports, more. There's a host, there's three contestants. Most recently, Chris Murphy hosted with Jamil and Jason and Andre competing, where they talked about wrestling, pro wrestling, where there are all kinds of different categories um that was a great episode uh we have our live long and podcast channel our star trek theme channel uh with just all kinds of lots and lots of star trek podcasts uh, it's, it's probably our busiest channel in the network uh where we do star trek enterprise star trek's deep space nine going back and looking at those older episodes we went back and looked at all the original series episodes and yep. the movies and we're keeping up with all the new stuff like tomorrow we'll be talking about the finale of season three of star trek picard um tonight we had uh our our science division led by davin he was doing a, a all women's debate nine it was uh with my wife competing jane mater and ashley millard and dave uh pugsley's wife katie pugsley for the first time on uh, on the channel uh very excited to have that and it was at the exact same time as survivor so i haven't had a chance to watch it yet but i will be and you should be too um uh, and we do like our star trek radio theater shows we do all kinds of fun stuff we're gonna and tomorrow even before we do picard davin and i are gonna be doing we're gonna be uh, reacting to the new strange new worlds trailer we're going to be talking about uh the news that there's a new starfleet academy show in development and that they're making a section 31 movie a special yeah. movie event with michelle yo academy award winners michelle yo so all kinds of amazing stuff going on uh lastly we have um well, there's KBBL, a Simpsons podcast on Fridays, where they talk about the episodes of Simpsons. That's Dav and Francis and Baker. And the newest addition to the network is Eamon on track. My son, Eamon, yep. made her reviewing music albums. Uh, we've had two episodes out so far. Uh, it's a brand new channel. Needs subscribers. Needs uh, clicks. And get in there. And listen, we talked about Don't Hamilton. Don't miss it. Hamilton, a musical uh, uh, album from 2015, first episode. And the second episode was Davin and uh, Eamon discussing um, King of the Delta Blues, a Robert Johnson uh, album. Uh, but, you know, it was published in the 1960s, but it was actually all recorded in the 1930s. So uh, some some fun stuff over there. Um, thanks for being with us tonight. And uh, and on that note, I think we know what we need to go out on here, Jamil. You yes, well, here we know what it is. You got a twist. All right, we'll see you next time, everybody. Have a good one. Ah! You got a twist. Ah!